Mamelodi Sundowns and Super Sports United combined have won more league titles than the rest of the teams in the PSL roster currently. It's no surprise then that the Tswane derby brings much excitement from fans all over the country in anticipation of a competitive and exciting clash. Hello and welcome to the weekend special everyone. I am your host Ngulule Gunkewu. Sokala Duma Radio. Alright, so four South African clubs took on continental counterparts this past few days and all came back with positive results. Sundowns won 2-0 away from home, whilst both Chiefs and Paris had comfortable, emphatic home victories. Free State Stars had to play at the Bitvest Stadium. Some paperwork things forced them outside Free State to play in uh, Joburg or in the Gauteng province, and they could only manage a draw. And coach Desiree Ellis has led her Banyana Banyana team to the FIFA Women's World Cup for the first time in their history. Alala, the ladies defeated Mali 2-0 in the semi-finals and will now meet their arch nemesis, arch rivals, arch enemies, Nigeria in the final. So we'll hear from the team's vice captain later on the show about the team's feeling after that victory. Also on the show is Man United and Dutch legend Edwin van der Sar, who will be telling us exactly why he is in the country. Enjoy the show. In case you missed it, here are some of the news that made headlines in the world of football in the past seven days. Jabu Malulega may be turning 37 in March next year, but sources have suggested that Kotsepe, a team in Turkey Super League, are currently keeping tabs on the Polukwana City captain as they consider making a shock move for the former Supersport United man. Regardless of how much Kotsepe wants uh, the player though, Malulega still has another year left on his current deal after this season. It remains to be seen whether Polukwana City would be open to losing arguably their most crucial player. The player currently has two goals and three assists for Bulugwana City this season. I have to say that I spoke to the man as well a few days ago to confirm this and he was very cagey. So there is something to the rumors. Hopefully he will be able to go to Turkey and play his trade though he will be 37 years old next year. Moving right along, Ajax Cape Town have made an official announcement about who will take over the helm uh, at the team following the departure of coach Mokhzin Etigral. Etigral handed his resignation to the Ajax management on November the 11th after losing uh, in an NFD fixture. The club has since confirmed that Dutchman Andris Uldelink will now take over at the club wishing him the best of luck there because the team is now in the National First Division. And former Free State Stars coach Kinapiri has linked up with the Swaziland club Mbabane Swallows. The Malawian cut his teeth coaching in Swaziland in the early 1980s where he led Manzini Wanderers to a number of trophies as a player coach. Piri spent close to a year and multiple stints as well at Free State Stars prior to his sacking in August 2015. And lastly, NetBank have confirmed that Kaz Chiefs legend Mike Mangena stopped being part of the NetBank Yona search in July. On Monday, Mangena was granted 50,000 rands bail at the Renfontein Magistrate Court after being charged with the manufacturing of illegal drugs on a farm he owns west of Johannesburg. Mangena was part of the Net Banky on a search uh, coaching team with uh, coaches Cabo Zondo and former national team uh, coach Sheikh Mashab. However, Mangena left the program at his own request later this year. That is according to NetBank sponsorship manager Dudus Kosana. Those are only few of the stories. Those are some of the stories that made headlines in the world of football. For more of them, you can always go to www.sokaladuma.co.za. 
IX Cape Town officially launched their groundbreaking new IX Lambda Institute. Their swanky new academy was built with the objective to nurture and prepare young African talent for top European leagues. In attendance for the landmark occasion was IX Amsterdam CEO and Dutch legend Edwin van der Sar, as well as Premier Soccer League chairman Dr. Ivan Koza. Here's our very own AB Basson speaking to the Man United legend Edwin van der Sar. So yeah, first and foremost, um, obviously a great occasion here yeah, for South African football and for Ajax Cape Town. I mean, I worked at this club for two years. Uh, just your thoughts on on this school and and what it will do, just not just for you know Ajax Cape Town, but also the relationship between. Yeah, Ajax no, Ajax uh, is uh, cinnamon for uh, for the youth development and. The Cape Town, uh, Ice Cape Town is uh, it's similar, so this is a great uh, opportunity for them to even uh, invest better in the education, uh, not only the football education but also the academic ed education for uh, for the players and uh, create uh, space for them to live in 24 hours uh, a day, seven days a week. It's uh, fantastic. We don't we don't have it in Amsterdam. We've seen we've seen Ajax Amsterdam obviously expand to China, Australia. I've just opened an office in New York. Yeah. Is that is that the plan? Is that what you know global clubs are doing these days? Mega clubs like Manchester City obviously have followed the same path. Yeah, but that's I think the global clubs they have the global superstars, superstars, they have the global appeal, and uh, they have the big players selling shirts. And for us, it's different. I think we uh, we have a philosophy that we are uh, that we are loyal to is developing uh, players, and that's that's our our main uh, main point. Uh, of, uh, of interest uh, to develop and help uh, countries uh, develop their own players and of course hopefully uh, uh, we'll, we'll, when there's a talent uh, we'll be able to uh, to bring them to Amsterdam because in Amsterdam you know at 18 you can play in the first team it doesn't take you four or five years to get there but at 18 19 you can play you see you say that Frankie de Jong, de Lucht, uh, from the, Be uh, the Beek, uh, there are some of the players that have come through the youth academy uh, that are playing at 18 years old what is the why what makes Ajax's model so successful obviously you guys have been doing it for decades yeah, uh, it's a 40, 50 year heritage that we have, uh, standing for the time in the 70s with, with Cruyff, uh, Neeskens, uh, Kroll, Hulshoff, uh, uh, in the mid 90s, uh, of Van Basten, Rijkaard, those kind of players, in the 90s, David Seedorf, uh, Franco Ronald de Boer, uh, Wesley Snyder, Rafa van der Vaart, uh, Donny van der Beek, uh, Matthijs Lichtso, it's an un up ongoing stream of talent and uh, we're really proud of that and uh, hopefully that, uh, that Cape Town can, uh, can, be, uh, can be part of that also. You talked about in your speech earlier about you know, Ajax becoming a more global brand in terms yeah. of the players that you bring in, a guy like Andre Onana, Hakim Ziyech, most Africans. Yeah. Um, is that something that's important to you guys in terms of growing, getting back into the Champions League, competing at a higher level obviously? Yeah, of course it's great to, to be on a, a Champions League again, so I think we've been, uh, been missing too, uh, too long. And hopefully we can we can stay there. And uh, the results this year have been magnificent. And hopefully the name of Ajax will be will be on uh, yeah, on the forefront for a lot of a uh, lot of uh, people and a lot of talented guys who maybe have the opportunity to come to Amsterdam. And just lastly, uh, something that's interested me a lot is you guys are quite into the e-gaming sphere, yeah. and that's something I think you guys have taken to the forefront. Uh, signing players is that you see that as being the future? Obviously, football always be number one. No, it's not the the the, the main thing of Ajax. Uh, developing players but to the other side you have to look at the business side also and uh, how do you attract youngsters and youngsters are not watching uh, not reading uh, newspapers anymore not watching television that's a whole different uh, different ball game nowadays so that's uh, you find them with uh, with esports and that's what we uh, what we do and uh, we're quite successful on that and hopefully we can uh, we, we can prolong that Soccer, 
every Wednesday you can get yourself a copy of the Sokola Duma newspaper for all the football stories, all the exclusive interviews with players and coaches and sometimes fans on the supporters column. Here is what was covered in this week's newspaper. He comes from Zambia with love and a reputation for being a goal machine. Supersport United's young wizard Gampani Lungu sat down with our very own Biva Nazo to discuss his stay in Mzansi so far and how he is finding the Premier Soccer League. Check that out. There's also a Siago Boza special on Kaza Chiefs uh, under pressure coach Giovanni Solinas and his not so bright future. Check that analysis out as well with all the angles covered on who may potentially replace him should the eventuality happen that he, he gets dismissed at Kaiser Chiefs. And Amazulu striker Emiliano Tado has been quick to settle in the PSL and has scored important goals for Usu to this season. Our journalist Celine Abrams sat down uh, with the man and spoke about his stints at various countries before settling for the EPSA Premiership. I really enjoyed that one. Former Orlando Pirates defender Abednego Nishozui took a trip uh, down memory lane with our sub-editor Lunga Adam on the Still in Touch section on the paper. Find out what secrets he revealed about his Bucks team at the time. Check that out on the Still in Touch uh, column of the paper. And finally, having qualified for the Women's African Cup of Nations uh, a final and also the World Cup in France next year, uh, the Banyana Banyana head coach Desiree Ellis is on the revolving column talking about the success that her team is enjoying at the African Cup of Nations. Catch all that great content and so much more in the latest edition of the Sokola Duma newspaper. Rufilo Johnny unfortunately will not be part of the final against Nigeria because her Australian club has some beef and they want to use her in a competitive fixture. Well, they couldn't even give us one more game with her. Well, but the vice captain spoke uh, after their game against Mali. They won 2-0 and they qualified for the final against Nigeria. Here's the lady herself. I still have mixed emotions. The excitement hasn't sunk in yet because... I could. I, I didn't get a chance to celebrate. Looking at the fact that immediately after the final whistle, I had to go for doping. I spent about three hours there while the team has been celebrating. So I kind of missed the celebrations, and now that feeling hasn't sunk in yet. I'm still to wake up from that, but hopefully I will realize later on that I've made it to the World Cup. The seniors in the team, we've been meeting regularly, talking about the importance of this tournament. You know, we've come short previously and looking at the players in the team, the seniors in the team, quite a number of them might be playing um, the World Cup for the first and the last time. So it was a, it was about time that they get an opportunity to play in the World Cup because who knows what the future holds. So we wanted to grab this opportunity at first hand because we didn't want to go to the um, third and fourth because... Previously, we went there, but we couldn't still qualify. So it was important for us to wrap the tournament in the in the first in the first opportunity. Despite qualifying for the World Cup, it's been great for the team. Looking at the performance that we've pulled through, you know, we worked hard in making sure that we perform the way that we're performing. Um, the things that we needed to work on, like defending the set pieces, which is one aspect that everyone was worried about that we need to sort out the department and we did we did that we haven't been squad in set pieces throughout the tournament and we can say that 
it's a tick in our boxes because it's what we've been working on. And also scoring goals, you know, so it's one thing that also that we were struggling with. We create chances, but we don't score. But in this tournament, we've been marvelous. We've played as a team, did everything for one another and made sure that we achieve as a team and rather than individuals. Right, so um, our very own audio engineer, Simon Strayler, uh, as you may have known, he has chosen Bitvis Bits as his team of choice in the absolute premiership. And unfortunately, coincidentally, as he made the choice, they were knocked out of the telecom knockout. So they were knocked out of the telecom knockout, unfortunately. So <laughs> um, you are a bad omen. Simon, how's it going? Um, other than just being named a bad omen, not too bad. Not too bad. It's the weekend. Yeah, it is the weekend indeed. And it's the beginning of December. So uh, a lot of people are excited. Unfortunately for you, on the 8th of December, you will not be in the final. It's going to be Barroca and Orlando Pirates. So let's talk about your team. Remember the result against Barroca? Um, what did you make of that game? Yeah, look, I'm very sad that um, they did lose. But I must say... You know, this is what I love about football is on paper, but Vespas should have been done. Absolutely. But the game is not played on paper. Unfortunately. It's, you know, form book goes out the window. It's it's what happens on the day. And it was beautiful. I mean, you cannot um, say that Barocca FC did not deserve that. They were absolutely top class. Yeah. Um, that free kick um, my wow. By Mabeba, it was just what a stunner! It was a stunner. Um, great save shortly after by Chibazeze to deny the equalizer. Yeah, um, I'm really sad for Saudi that he didn't score that volley. I mean, how to control a volley like that? You know, it takes it takes skill. Um, Chawa Piwa was all over Bidvest Vitz with his counter attacking yeah. runs, yeah. um, and then. It's just a pity for them, obviously, that Ndantan is, you know, missed that absolute sitter. I mean, yeah. the work, <laughs> the work to set up that shot. Uh, Chivaviro's nutmeg was beautiful. The runs were beautiful. Yeah. And the absolute shock on everyone's faces yeah, when it wasn't scored. I remember scored. seeing that. <laughs> you know? Um, I remember watching that. I was like, wow, man. You could, it was, it was harder to, to miss than to score there yeah exactly like the whole goal's open yeah um i mean uh so now obviously the final will be barroca versus orlando pirates i'm not going to ask you for a prediction we still have a, <laughs> we still have a week uh left of that um bitvest Verde still top of the league they're number three at least um yeah 20 in, points not too far away uh from orlando pirates that's number one so they're playing this weekend. Your team is playing against uh, Black Leopards. Black Leopards have a new coach, Dylan Kerr, um, and they haven't really been doing well. They have a, an extremely weak defense. Uh, what are you looking forward to in that game? Maybe a scoreline? Um, obviously, but uh, Vitz need to bounce back. Yeah. And I think um, Gavin Hunt, being tactically minded, will make sure that they do that. So I'm hoping for a 2-0 victory. Um, right. Keep a clean sheet. Hopefully, get some good set piece goals. It's it's what I love to see, um, and yeah, I mean they're t they're sitting in third place. They have matches in hand, but yeah. matches yeah. in hand on points in the bag either. So they really do if they want to stay in the running. You know, make them make them three points count. Yeah, I mean, and another big one uh, for me is normally the Sundowns, a uh, Super Sport United, Sutswana Derby. Uh, for you, what would you? potentially want to give it to sundowns of course are an incredible team super sport are really mean teams uh they are a mean team when they're 
facing up against the Giants. So they always bring their A game. But unfortunately, they haven't won against Sundowns in the league, I, th- I think, since 2013. I was looking at, up the stats. Yeah, uh, so which one do run. you poten- potentially look for? Which one do you potentially give it to for this one? Um, it's so difficult. I want to say um, Super Sport because I want to support the underdog. That's, you know, if they haven't won it that long, you kind of want them to break that streak. <laughs> you know, you want them to get in there. Um, yeah, and the advantage you know, as well is that Sundowns a few days ago traveled uh, in the African camp- yeah. continent and they, you know, so there'd be a bit of fatigue there. So yeah. you give it to Supersport United? Yeah, either either I think a draw or Supersport United. All um, right. And then um, finally, Banyana Banyana are playing this weekend against Nigeria. I have bad memories of playing in finals against Nigeria. I remember when I was 10 in 2000, they played South Africa, hosted the AFCON, women's AFCON, and we were 2-0 down. And then fans started throwing things. Uh, I was angry as well, uh, swearing at the Nigerian team, you know. Uh, so we have bad memories. Every time we meet them in the AFCON, they always beat us. But at the beginning of this African Cup of Nations, the first match was Banyana Banyana versus Nigeria, and we beat them 1-0. Uh, so we, it's bad memories, but we, at least this time around, we were able to defeat them in a in a cup competition. So for you, uh, Nigeria has won this more than any other country maybe around eight or seven times. Uh, South Africa has never won this. So in the final on Saturday, uh, which team would you want to give it to, provided the background that I've just given now? Um, well, as I said earlier, you know, on on paper, you know, doesn't always dictate who should win. Sure. Um, obviously, on paper, Nigeria should take this one. But, you know, I really, I really hope South Africa can get um, behind Banyana and they can, um, with that inspiration, you know, grab grab a winner, um, you know, for themselves, for our own national pride, and um, for women's soccer in general in South Africa. So it'll be a, it'll be a fun game to watch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. And the uh, nice thing is that we've already qualified for France next year. All right, so that's Simon, our audio engineer. Thank you very much for speaking to us. No problem. And giving us your predictions. Hopefully, you're not placing a jinx on uh, Bitvest first. Right, moving right along then, looking at the results from midweek. Blomfontein Celtic took on Supersport United on the 28th uh, midweek uh, on Wednesday. And then the match ended as a dull draw. Exciting at times, dull at times. Marysburg United also drew with Chippa United uh, on Tuesday. Highlands Park lost out to Amazulu 2-1 and Cape Town City won away 2-1 uh, to Bulugwana City with a red card being given to Jabulani Malulege. Who was, uh, it didn't look a red card. I spoke to him a few days back and it didn't really look a red card. Uh, he, he was inconsolable as I spoke to him. Uh, but it is what it is, unfortunately. And uh, looking at the fixtures, Chippa United hosting Amazulu on Friday night. Supersport United, that's at 8. Supersport United and Mamelo de Sundowns at half past 3 on Saturday. Highlands Park at the same time hosting Cape Town City. Kaiser Chiefs are travelling to Golden Arrows at 6pm on Saturday. Uh, last few matches on Saturday will be Black Leopards hosting Bitvis Verts at quarter past 8. Orlando Pirates at the same time will be hosting Marysburg United. And only one fixture on Sunday, Blomfontein Celtic at half past 3 uh, will be taking on Buruguana City. So those are the fixtures from the premier so the absolute premiership brother quickly through the national first division fixtures ix cape town taking on amatags on saturday and um 
Mbombela United traveling to Real Kings, Ubuntu uh, traveling to Vidbank Spurs, Royal Eagles uh, playing against uh, Jomo Cosmos, Maccabi FC uh, playing against Richards Bay FC and TS Sporting playing against uh, Tsakoma Tsamatsi Bandera. That's on, at half past three on Saturday. Then on Sunday, Cape Umar United take on Utongati and TS Galaxy take on Stellenbosch FC. Those are the fixtures. Hopefully your team will win. Some of the teams will lose. Some of the matches will be draws. Thank you very much for listening. I always, always appreciate the feedback. Always appreciate your participation on the WhatsApp voice notes. Unfortunately for this show, we could not feature them, but we'll continue with the normal programming and in future shows. Don't forget, um, on Monday, it's going to be the fan reaction show. We'll ask you to participate there and play your views on the Monday show. For now, it is goodbye from me. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio. 